It is day four of Dafchaf. We are holding the more Dafchaf from on the very last word at the bottom of the page. Yesterday we ended off with the Chazaka. A Chazaka means a presumption, an assumption, a, a general principle. The Chazaka is that a person doesn't guard something that his, somebody else is holding. When it comes to guarding something from becoming tummy, richly contaminated, richly impure, a person doesn't guard something when somebody else is holding it. That's the principle that we ended off with yesterday. The Gemara questions this principle. Veloi, is it really the case that a person doesn't guard something which his friend is holding? Fatanya, haven't we learned in the following Bryce? Contrary to that, the Bryce is discussing barrels that were being carried on behalf of a, an owner of the barrels by workers. Now, when it comes to these barrels, they were made out of earthenware, and the workers were only touching them on the outside. The halacha is, Rashi says, earthenware utensils, earthenware vessels can only contract tumma from the inside. So they're carrying them on the outside, they should be ritually pure. But the Bryce says, If someone's donkey drivers or workers were carrying his Torah items, like barrels of wine from place to place, they were carrying them for him. Even if he distanced himself from them more than a mil, in other words, a distance at which he couldn't really see what they were doing. He couldn't see whether they were putting their hands on the inside of the barrels and making them tummy. Nonetheless, Taharos of Taharis, his Tahar items remain Tahar. We're not worried that the workers would touch the barrels from the inside because he didn't tell them he was going far away and therefore they'll be apprehensive that he could show up at any time and catch them in the act. And therefore, so long as he didn't tell them he was going, they would assume he's close by, he could pitch up at any moment and therefore they remain tohar. But if he said to them, go ahead, you go in front of me, I'll follow later. I'll come later. Then Kivishnis Amuin at that point, as soon as they disappear from his view, Taros of Tomeos, his Torah items are Tommy. At that point they feel confident that the owner's not going to arrive for some time. And then we're afraid that they touch the inside of the barrels. So the Gemara reflects on the Brysa. The Gemara says, Maishna Reisha, Maishna Seifa. Why is it in the first case of the Brysa that the items remain tar, and in the second case of the Brysa, they become Tommy? If we have a principle, like we said earlier, and the preamble today's shear, the end of yesterday, that a person doesn't guard something which, be, which is being held by his friend, that even in the first case, where he told them he was, where he didn't tell them how long he was going for, how far away he was going, and they assumed that he could be there at any time, Nonetheless, why don't the barrels become Tomei out of the principle that a person specifically, principally, doesn't guard something which his friend is holding? Why is that case Tohor? Why are the barrels Tohor? They should be Tomei because a person doesn't guard things that are being held by someone else. Amr Yitzchak said that actually, in fact, a person, it's true what we said yesterday. It's true what we said that a person doesn't guard that which his friend is holding. But Reisha, here it's different. The first case here, the reason why the barrels are tahor is because we're talking about where the boss, the owner of the barrels, he purifies his donkey drivers and his workers for this purpose. He asks them to go to the mikveh before having them transport the barrels. And therefore, in a certain sense, the barrels don't need to be guarded from the workers because even the workers will touch them from the inside. And even if they do, they'll remain tahor. It doesn't matter. So therefore... Really, it's true that a person does not guard something which his friend is holding, but here that's not really a case of a person guarding something which his friend is holding, because here the workers themselves were tahar, and therefore the guarding was not needed. So the Gemara counters, Yihachi Seifanami. If that's the case, then in the latter case of the Brysa as well, the wine should be tahar, because if he's gone and purified his workers and they're walking around tahar, then what are we concerned about, even when they don't know that he's around, even when they don't know that he could appear at any moment. What are we worried about? They're all Tahar anyway. Why do we say in the second case of the Brysa, when he goes out of sight and he's told them he's not coming till later, why is it that the, wine, the barrels become tummy? 
So the Gemara answers, Ein Amaretz Makbid Amaga Hameiro. And Amaretz is not particular. And Amaretz is like someone who's not particular about Tumantara. And Amaretz is not particular about contact from his fellow Amaretz. In other words, even though the boss told them to go to the mikvah, they went to the mikvah, they considered that to be unnecessary. That was like a superfluous act of piety. In their view, they were already Tahar, and that all the other Amayorets that they might come in contact with are also fully Tahar, even without going to the mikvah. So should they meet a fellow Amayorets along the way, they wouldn't have any hesitation about allowing that person to touch the barrel from the inside, as long as there is no possibility that their boss will see this occur. And therefore, the difference between the two cases is, it's true that a person doesn't guard something which his friend is holding. However, in the first case, he doesn't need to guard that which his friend is holding because they're Tahar. And we're not worried that they'll let someone else touch it because his, the boss could appear at any time and therefore they won't let someone else touch it when he's around. However, in the second case where they're not expecting him to appear at any time, in that case, we are worried that they might let another Amaretz touch it because they're not particular about it and the, and the barrels will become Tommy. So now having successfully reconciled the Brysa with the rule that we learned yesterday in the beginning of today's shit, that a person does not guard something which his friend is holding, we've explained that away, we've said over here, He's not, it's not really a problem because the, the, the other person is actually Tahar. The Gemara now turns itself to understand the Brysa a little bit further. The Gemara says, what really is the difference between the first case and the second case? Why is it in the first case that we don't assume that the barrels are Tommy? Surely the workers could just say, look, where's the boss? Suddenly they realize that he's not around. And they say, oh, well, we, can, we don't have to worry about who touches the barrels because the boss isn't around. And they're not worried that he's just going to pitch up because they can see the road in front of them. They can see he's not, he's not immediately around them. And they can just look down the road and see, presumably he walked off, and uh, we'll see him coming. So why are we saying that when he didn't tell them where, that he was going for a long time, suddenly we say the barrels are tar? Surely we should say, look, they'll notice he's not around. They'll just look down the road and they'll say he's not coming. Uh, we'll see him coming. So long as we don't see him coming, we can do whatever we want with these barrels and they'll misbehave and the barrels should become Tommy. So why is it in the first case the barrels are Tahar? So the Gemara answers, The Bryce is discussing a case where there's not just one road where the boss could come down, one straight road. Rather, the boss could come in a sort of a circuitous route. He could appear at any time. He could appear from behind somewhere. Like it's a little bit less straightforward than just a, a straight road. And in that case, they are actually afraid he could appear at any time. When they don't know that he's gone away for a long time, they're worried based on the circumstance that he could appear at any time, but they can't just look down the road to see that he's not coming. That wouldn't suffice in the case we're talking about in the Bryson. So the Gemara says, If that's the case, then in the second case of the Bryson also, the barrel should be tahar. Why? Because even though they know he's gone for a long time, they should be concerned he could appear at any time. They can't rely on being able to look down the road. He could appear at literally at any time because we said the circumstances are that he could appear at any time. So why in the second case do we say the barrels are Tommy just because he went away and he told them, I'm, not, I'm, I'm going to catch you up or, or he told them I'm going away for a while. So the Gemara says, Kevin who in the second case of the Bryce is different. Since he said to them, go ahead and I'll follow you later. They're confident that he's not going to arrive for some time. And even though it's theoretically possible that he will pitch, they sort of let their guard down. They say, you know what, we're not, we're not so concerned because we know he only left 10 minutes ago. He said he's going to catch us up. Or, you know, we, we only left 10 minutes ago. He's only going to catch us up in half an hour, an hour. We're not concerned about someone touching these barrels. That's the end of the Perek. Hadron Allah, Ein Darshin. We're going to hold it for today and we'll start with the new parrot tomorrow. I wish you all a very good day.